Welcome to the Intention Training Podcast, where we talk about training, mindset, nutrition, wellness, and self-care. Howdy, Intention listener. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome back for Season 3, Episode 7. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about setting boundaries with the gym or the place that you work out or just exercise itself. Um, Probably going to be a little bit of a shorter one, but I think that this is something I personally have struggled with uh, recently, especially being somebody that trains out of the gym, that trains people out of the gym that I actually work out at. So, you know, a little bit of figuring things out on my end, but I feel like um, a lot of people are actually in this situation, especially if you're a competitive athlete and you're spending a large amount of time at the gym, especially with other people. If you have training buddies, it can it can get to be overwhelming. Um, and sometimes you just need to figure out how to set boundaries with the place that you're at so much. Um, but before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about what's going on. Roy, do you have any... Uh, let's talk about intention news and then we'll talk about other things. Sounds good. Um, first piece of business, I guess, is that we finally got uh, a batch of shirts done. Many of you have already purchase them for which we're so grateful it's been so cool to see people wearing them around um we love love the logo um done by sadie rosario so thank you again sadie um yeah if you want one please reach out to us we'd be happy to drop one off to you if you're local or ship it to you if you're not um the cost is just twenty dollars and we really really appreciate all that support um other than that, we are, will be starting our second round of Strength and Power Small Group, which is a class we did this summer um, that went really well. Um, if you're interested in seeing more or, or learning more about that, we just threw up a couple posts on Instagram um, with some highlights from this summer session and some details about signups for the fall. Um, we had a great, great time doing it this, this summer. Um, everybody made great progress and... It was just, it was an awesome experience, so. Yeah, I actually miss it a lot. I do too, I find myself missing it a lot, and when we were putting together the little highlight tape, I just, I couldn't stop smiling, so. Um, hopefully, we'll get a good turnout this fall, and, and it'll go just as well this fall. Um, yeah, let us know if you're interested, or if you have any questions, we'd be happy to answer. Yeah, and I just wanna emphasize that um, this class is not just for competitive athletes, this class is for anybody who is interested in improving their strength, mobility, conditioning, um, being an encouraging, supportive environment. We had people who were um, pretty untrained coming in and, you know, it it was awesome to see how everybody supported one another, cheered one another on and helped each other out. Um, It was like, by the end, it was like everybody's coaching each other and um, it was just really cool to see. So um, I encourage you to give it a chance. Uh, Other than that, I think that's pretty much it um, in terms of like business news. I know that, um, Jen, you have a meet coming up. Do you want to talk about that at all? Yes. I have a meet coming up October 10th in North Dakota. Um, I don't remember the last time I was in North Dakota. I don't actually know if I've ever been to North Dakota. So how are you feeling about the meet? Um... This is my second ever out-of-state meet, which I think that should go fine. Um, but I'm doing a USPA meet, and I'm doing it about 10 to 15 pounds heavier than my last meet. So I'm 
I'm absolutely confident that I'm going to be setting PRs in all three lifts. Um, it's just going to be like an interesting meet because it's going to be me setting a baseline for um, my time in this, my remaining time in this weight class. So I'm excited for that because it's going to, it's going to be nice to have some new numbers um, and to see like the effects of my bulk. Yeah. You've been building for a long time. It'll be cool to see. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, that's sweet. Um, other than that, maybe we could share just a little bit. We had a a long morning at the gym this morning. Jen and I went to get a little workout in ourselves and then we had the pleasure of training, um, a couple different football players, um, which was great. Mm -hmm. Um, Different, different levels, different levels, different ages, different ages, different positions, but it went really well. Um, Hopefully I'll be throwing up a post about that later in the week. If you want to keep your eyes out for that. Um, I think that's it um, for us. There are some other things I wanted to mention and to discuss just briefly. Um, It's been two weeks since we last podcasted. A lot has happened since then. Um, I wanted to acknowledge the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Um, I wanted to wish Jacob Blake a a speedy recovery um, and just acknowledge the awful, awful... Who who was a a black man shot in the back seven times at almost point-blank range by an officer? In case you weren't aware. On top of that, I wanted to acknowledge the other two who were shot and killed in Kenosha named Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huberman. Um, they were there to protest and um, they lost their lives because of it. Um, sadly, there's there's more to share. Um, Trayford Pellerin was shot and killed in Louisiana by police. Um, as far as I know, police were responding to a 911 call about somebody with a knife. Um, Trayford fled the scene and went to a gas station where police tried to tase him. Um, he kept walking away. Officers claimed he had a knife and police shot him in the front door of a shell gas station. Um, Which even if you have a knife, that is never, that should not be like your trained response as like, Somebody who was apparently trained in de-escalation and unarming people is, is not to, to shoot somebody or even to taste somebody. Like, you should be able to probably wrestle a knife from somebody. I just don't... There's not much to... It's beyond reform in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just absolutely disgusting and so, so sad to see this, this stuff continue to happen. I have one more person I wanted to mention who is named Daniel Prude. Um, This is a man who was suffocated by police in Rochester, New York, back in March. Um, And the video recently surfaced, um, which I did not watch. I I tend not to watch the videos if I can help it. Um, But what was heartbreaking in this case was his own brother um, called the police because Daniel was having a, a mental breakdown and he called the police for help. His brother called the police for help and he described how they treated his brother um, as like a piece of garbage. Um, they restrained him, suffocated him, and he's gone. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that we mentioned that before anything else. And then the least that you can do if you're able is to make sure that you are signed up to vote. 
Obviously, this isn't the only thing you should be doing, but it's one small thing that you can do if you're able. So yeah, let's leave it there. Okay. Cool. All right. So getting into our content for today, we're going to talk about, like I said, establishing boundaries with the gym or your place of exercise and exercise itself. So like I said, this has been something I've been trying to figure out for quite a bit now. I'm in a, I'm a competitive athlete. I think I'm a competitive athlete. You are. Um, I'm at the gym five to six days a week for two hours about. And that's only my workout. At the same time, or on the same day, I usually have clients at the gym. So I'll have, uh, some days I'll have up to four clients. And this is at differing gyms, but I'm still in the gym, right? I'm still in that environment. Um, and then sometimes I'll have a few cli- a few clients at my own gym that I work out with, so, that I work out at. So for me, I was going to bed and be like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to go back tomorrow. And it wasn't even because I have to do a workout. It was just like, I'm here so much that I feel like I'm not even mentally recovering. Like I'm not able to get to that parasympathetic state where I'm just able to relax mentally and emotionally from being at the gym. It's not so much physical, but I feel like the mental aspect of it is just as important. Do you ever experience that being a personal trainer? Um, I definitely do as a personal trainer, yes. Um, Another thing that I find um, in my own experience is that if I'm spending too much time in the gym um, not working out, I get a lot less motivated to work out myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's just my experience. But I think if we look at this more broadly, it just comes down to being overwhelmed and um, allowing yourself to focus on what you what you have to do um, the next day or the next week uh, rather than focusing on the present and yeah. being in the moment. And that's something that everybody struggles with, whether it's the gym, mm-hmm. whether you're a personal trainer or not. Um, we all get in over our heads thinking about what we have to do the next day or the next week. This is something I really struggle with. Um, I mean, that's true. But like if you're a competitive athlete and you're training for uh, a meet or a show, you to a certain extent, you need to be looking into the future, right? If you're like, okay, tomorrow I have um, a two plus hour session or tomorrow I have um, a really heavy session or a really volume heavy session, like you kind of need to be thinking about it the day before, so to some extent, I think that looking ahead is going to ensure success. So it's kind of hard for me to balance like how much looking ahead should I be doing and letting that affect my mental today. Yeah, you know? I, I see that, that point. Can I respond? Yeah. I definitely think being prepared um, is important. And we've talked about the positive effects of like visualization, um, imagery, and just walking yourself through something before it happens, through the scenarios, um, through problems that might occur and how you'll respond. I'm all for that. But I also think that it would benefit us all to be able to do something or put ourselves in a, in a state of mind where um, we're just being, we're not focused on any one particular thing. Mm-hmm. And this is something I'm still kind of searching for. I found some success with doing different kinds of breathing or meditation, but um, that's not always an option. And so I, 
it's it's tough. It's tough mm-hmm. to find something that works for you um, when you need to kind of get away from whatever whatever is going on. It's it's tough to find healthy coping mechanisms for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, which is I think that leads well into the next point I wanted to make, which is like so. Um, however cheesy this sounds, you have a relationship with your workplace, just like you have a relationship with your home or your bedroom or your parents' house. So, like, I think it's important to look at it as this is how I go about managing my relationship with the gym or my place of exercise or exercise itself. I think it's important to set boundaries, just like you would in any healthy relationship with a friend or, um... A partner um so like healthy boundaries for relationships are usually put in place to make sure everyone in the relationship is one comfortable two is a whole person instead of part of a whole and i think that this can relate to the gym quite a bit because we we all know everybody who's at the gym all day every day um and doesn't really do anything outside of that which i think is okay as long as you're not using the gym as a crutch three has and maintains positive self-esteem and self-confidence. Four, um, boundaries create honest people. So going into the gyms for, gym for the right reasons. Um, boundaries help to maintain respect. And boundaries enable people to be comfortable enough and happy to go out of their comfort zones for achieving specific things so obviously you need to be kind of comfortable in order to be like okay i'm gonna put things on the line here and not comfortable as in i'm happy where i am which you should be but comfortable as in okay if i fail or if i succeed i'm not it's not going to be super detrimental to me so i'm never going to go to the gym ever again if i go in today and don't hit a 400 pound squat that would be unhealthy. And then you might need to reevaluate how you are looking at exercising. Um, so like, how do you think that that setting boundaries with people differs a little bit from setting boundaries with the gym? Um, well, I guess it comes down to, you can, it's a lot easier to communicate with another person than it is with a place. Mm. Um, so I guess when I think about like setting boundaries with the gym, it comes down to trying to put things in place that are going to help you succeed, um, Mm. when it comes to the gym and achieving your goals. So Mm -hmm. like you mentioned, you're in the gym for two hours, roughly two hours for your workouts. Mm -hmm. Why is that? Oh my God, because my body hurts. (laughs) So why isn't it longer? Why isn't it shorter? Um, it's shorter because then I'm going to feel rushed and I'm not going to... It's not shorter? You said it's shorter. Oh, it's not shorter because I'm going to feel rushed, um, feel not properly warmed up, and I'm not going to have adequate time for my specific sport. So um, to me, that is more along the lines of setting boundaries in the gym. Yeah. Putting kind of like parameters in place that mm-hmm. are going to help you succeed and feel good about what you're doing in the gym. Yeah. Um, whereas boundaries with people, I think, comes down to just uh, being able to communicate your feelings and letting people know um, how their actions are affecting you, mm-hmm. um, taking responsibility for your actions, 
um, and just you know just letting people know what's ex- what you expect of them asking what they expect of you in certain mm-hmm. scenarios so I think we kind of have a lot more control over um, the boundaries we set with the gym which is kind of nice because that that's one that is one thing that I, I love about the gym is that it, it's it's just you you know yeah. it's it's just you um, nobody's making you go in there and, and do your workout um, you're choosing to you get to decide what you do what you pursue um, how often you go how long you're working out so we have a lot of autonomy in I the think, gym but I think that's assuming that your relationship with the gym is a healthy one because if you feel like you're like okay I gotta go in there and burn off this food baby that I created so, last night so maybe that's where the boundaries kind of come in or, yeah. or another way that the boundaries contribute and I agree I think I was, be, I was maybe being a little bit presumptuous or projecting a little bit on what the gym, the role that the gym serves for me mm-hmm. um, but you're right um, so yeah I, I guess it comes down to knowing the the, the role that the, the gym or exercise or really whatever your outlet is um, for stress management what role that plays in your life what it can do for you what it can't do for you yeah. um, or self esteem building or just a way for you to spend time with yourself so I definitely agree there, like always questioning and not questioning in a bad way, but just reaffirming to yourself, you know, why do I do this? Why do I go to the gym as much as I do? Or why am I exercising as much as I do? Why do I feel like I need to get in a certain amount of steps every day and I'm going to go to bed worried if I don't get those steps? So I think that's always something to consider um, for me. I think one way that I've been pretty good about this, um, you know, setting boundaries with the gym and even setting boundaries with exercise, like if I've been home and I'm sitting on the couch, but it's 8 p.m. and I feel like, okay, maybe I should get up and move a little bit. I'm like, well, I can just move on the couch. It's not like I need to go. (laughs) It's not like I need to go like for a walk or something like that. Um, If the purpose of the walk is so that I can get more steps in. Because for me, that puts me in a little bit of a tricky place. Like I'm not, I didn't do, I didn't have a good day because I didn't get this amount of steps in. And we, you're getting at something. um, I recently listened to an episode of a podcast called the happiness lab. Um, Love that podcast. Great podcast. Um, But they talked about how we're just always in a constant state of evaluation. Mm -hmm. Um, The the focus particularly was grades. um, But I mean, it's like your steps. That's another way. Oh my where, damn Apple Watch. Where you might go and walk because you want to close that ring, not because you you want you actually want to do it. You know, so yeah. Um, expectations and evaluation um, can be a little bit dangerous, as mm-hmm. can a, a comparing yourself. And no pun intended. And as cliche as it sounds, I think it does come down to intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, why you're doing what you're doing, like you said. And um, I think one of the, the biggest ways to cultivate a healthy relationship with the gym is trying to always leave, and this isn't gonna always happen, but it's, it can be a goal, is to try to always leave feeling better than you did when you came in. Or leave a little more in the tank. Leave a little bit more in the tank, and just to always, uh, even if it's a shitty workout, I try and always say, so I'm, I'm a big And believer. you will have shitty workouts. That doesn't mean that you of have course. Bad, a bad relationship with the gym. But. I always try and do some breathing before I leave the gym, um, and I always just try and be take a minute to be thankful for the opportunity to um, 
have a nice place to work out at. Have a place to work out, have some time to myself um, and, and get a little bit better. So um, I, I don't think that your relationship with the gym should be dependent on um, somebody else's evaluation or expectations that society or your peer group or social media places on you. I think the way that you're gonna find you can be most consistent and see the most success is gonna be when you're going to the gym to work towards a goal that means something to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Because when you do that and you you do see results, um, there's really nothing like it because you worked for it, you made it happen. And what you do in the gym, it should translate outside mm-hmm. of the gym and it should it should impact your life in a positive manner overall i mean like i said you're gonna have a bad workout and you're probably gonna feel bad about the bad workout that's understandable nobody's perfect shout out in montana um but that song was a banger it, it was a good one um you know it should have a positive impact on your life overall and if it's not, there's a few things that you can do. So you can switch up your environment or you can try a different method of training. You can try less training. Um, there's a ton of, and I'm sure we've talked about like the many different ways that you can move your body, but I'd like to talk about a few of the suggestions that I was given from other people. So I put a poll up on my Instagram about how people set boundaries um, with their gym or place of exercise. And one person said that they put their phone on do not disturb hmm. um, or they turn it off completely. And prob- that's probably not realistic for everybody because, of course, you like to listen to music. But like airplane mode or yeah. do not so, disturb. And what that does is it keeps you there in the moment working out. Um, and it also probably shortens the amount of time that you're at the gym. Um, another person said... They put a, a timer on or a time limit on and they're like, I'm only going to be at the gym for an hour. Um, and here's the thing. If you're at the gym and your timer goes off and you're like, oh, shoot, I wanted to do more. But you said that you were only going to be there for an hour. That's much better. And leaving then is much better than overextending your stay and leaving feeling crappy because you spent too much time at the gym. So that was another really good suggestion I got. Another one is for more social gym people, um, try to keep conversations short because conversations can last a really long time. And I think that you should outline this with your training partners too if you tend to have training partners. Um, You're there to train. You can hang out after. Like a lot of people like to be super social at the gym, but I'm going to tell you from somebody who's not super social at the gym, um, other people around you are not on the same level as you are. So, you know, you're just kicking it with your friends, having a fun time, and the person is waiting to get in on the squat rack, but you guys are taking five-minute breaks in between your warm-up sets so you can talk. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of that normally, but especially now mm-hmm. um, when we're, we all need to be in and out of the gym. Yeah. Um, and you're not wearing a, a damn mask, <laughs> then you need to keep it moving. Yeah. Um. And then for another person, um, another person said that they like to have their headphones in, even if nothing's playing. Yep. So then, <laughs> Was that person me? No, you didn't respond. Oh. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that those tactics were really good. I also know that there is a, oh, somebody who works at Los Campionus Franklin who works out at Northeast because 
um, people always come up to her and even when she's working out and are like, hey, can you get me this even when she's not working? Mm. Um, so, and I, I would say like if you're a personal trainer at, the, at a certain gym and you're there very often, you might want to go to a different gym once in a while um, so people don't come up to you randomly when you're working out. Um, but I know a lot of people who are cool with being at the gym all day, every day, and this might not be the podcast for you. Um, but you know, something to consider. I mean, the podcast episode, do you have any? No, I mean, I, I think I mentioned, but this is mostly, um, your idea for the episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna let you take it wherever you want to take it. If you're done, then that's fine. We can wrap it up. Let me think on it. Um, I think I've said pretty much everything that I need to say about it. Yeah, I'm. When you first brought up this topic, uh, I wasn't totally sure like where what you meant or how you how you wanted to approach this topic. But um, now that we've we've walked through it, talked through it a little bit, I do think that um, this is something that a lot of people can benefit from even just hearing different people's perspectives on it um, can be really beneficial. And even just taking a second to evaluate the role that the gym plays in your life or Mm -hmm. wherever you exercise plays in your life. Um, And I think this this does apply to work as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Just monitoring how much time you're spending there and setting limits on how long you're working on a specific task. One thing I really like to do is if I have just a ton of stuff written in my planner, I'll outline how long I'm going to spend on it I'll set a timer, um, I'll work on it until that timer's done, I'll take a little break and I'll go to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll even do that with my workouts sometimes. Uh, for I'll, I'll set a timer. I have to do this a lot because I, I love extended warm-ups as Jen can attest to. Oh my to. God, I'd be like, can we work out now? <laughs> like, and you'd be like, Jen, we have to do 10 more neck circles each way. <laughs> yeah, I it just, I really enjoy that part. I enjoy the low stakes stuff that just feels good. Um, so I really like to take my, my time warming up, but especially like with clients where um, they're paying for it and we don't have a ton of time for that stuff, we have a lot to get done, then I like to set timers, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes to make sure that we're getting um, something in for it, but I'm not getting carried away with it. And I think that that is a tactic that could be helpful, whether it's with homework, uh, work tasks, studying, whatever yeah. it is. I think it's just a like a helpful thing to consider for any form of burnout. Like, um, I know that I'm about to start peaking for a meet and I'm going to be at the gym a lot and it's going to be pretty intense when I'm at the gym. I'm not just going to be like, let me just go talk to the front desk person for a little while and maybe I'll go lay outside on the turf field. It's going to be like really intense sessions five days a week where I'm going to have to be really focused. Um, so kind of like gearing up for that mentally and figuring out how I'm not going to become burnt out or mentally fatigued not, not even for my workouts, but just from being at the gym, you know, and then having to train clients there. So, um, for me and I'm a person who's very affected by like, oh, I've been at home for a really long time. Um, or I've been at school for a really long time and I'd really like to be somewhere else always keeping like change of scenery um kind of in the mix like oh I can go to two different gyms or I can train at my dad's house is really important for me in preventing burnout and uh, other other people might be completely different you love being at the same 
gym every day, but there's probably things you do to manage that um, fatigue or burnout that you're not aware of, which is a good thing, but always good to check in on those things though. Yeah. I guess one final thought for me, you you said there are probably things people do that they're not aware of. Um, I would encourage you to try to be aware of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. um, to manage stress and set boundaries, whether it's writing it down or just having a little dialogue with yourself, um, acknowledging feelings and emotions and thoughts is really really crucial in being able to dictate how you want to live your life um your day-to-day and and figuring out what you need definitely and and so um if we're talking about relationships letting the other person know how you're feeling um if we're talking about the gym it's it's talking about how does this certain routine make you feel is it too long for you do you feel disengaged um things like that and are you have experiencing negative effects from your time in the gym while you're not in the gym yeah it's always important to remember that for for most of us um training is not our job it's Mm -hmm. something that we do voluntarily it's something that we elect to do Mm -hmm. um so if it's if you're not enjoying it for the majority of the time you're not going to enjoy any given thing all the time but if it's not an overall positive then you may want to reevaluate how you're going about it um yeah, that's pretty much all I got on that. All right. Should we do a few recs to end it out? Yeah. Um, I You go first. Okay. Um, album recommendations. New, the new Jaden Smith album. Love that album. Love literally every song on it. And that's, like, not the type of music that I usually like. But I just, like, it's so easy to zone out to. I also found a Studio Ghibli playlist that's like that's like studio ghibli hip-hop um been listening what to the, that even it's really good i've been listening to that a lot when i study um podcast recommendations the successory show with riley presnell and my coach trevor jaffe super super smart people um really enjoy listening to them talk let's see movies we watch any movies? We watched The Terminator. We watched The Terminator. Um, and the special effects in that, whew, real bad. Also, you see Arnold's butt. Totally forgot you see that. Um, and I'm watching The Handmaid's Tale. And that show is really wild. But I, I recommend it. And also, I watched She-Ra, The Princesses of Power. And I'm really upset that I finished it. It's a really good show. All right, your turn. Um, for music, so it's been two weeks, right, since we last podcasted. Oh, Lord, he got his phone out. <laughs> um, I did enjoy Big Sean's new album. Um, I like that. I've been listening to a lot of Smino. He didn't drop anything new, I don't think, but I just like him in general. Um, that was a good concert. Yeah, he was, he was awesome live. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave East's new album, Karma so 3, w- was great. Um, I'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, so Dave East, Smino, and Big Sean. Are no podcasts? Uh, podcasts, let's see. So as far as training goes, um, there was a good podcast with Mike Tucker, who's a football strength and conditioning coach at Villanova um, on RX Radio, hosted by Jordan Shallow that I liked. Um, other than that, I 
my go-tos are kind of, I like the Joe DeFranco podcast. I like Dan John's podcast. I like the Just Fly Performance podcast. Um, that's quite a few. Outside of the training realm, um, let's see. Uh, the Justice in America podcast has been big for me. Um, I've been listening to a cool podcast called The Black Athlete where they kind of break down the history of um, the fight for social justice in sports, which is of huge interest to me. Um, I also really like Code Switch, and they, they're rerunning a series called Caught on, um, I think it's Anxiety in America is the podcast, and the, the series Caught is about um, a young man who was incarcerated and kind of details his story and his navigating through the criminal justice system. Doesn't it do a few different... I think it does do a couple different kids, but I've only listened to the first couple. So I highly recommend that. Um, That's it for for podcasts. For reading, um, I read The Life of Pi, which I really liked. Yeah, and I know that you just reread all four of the Twilight books, too. Why are you lying? (laughs) Um, I did read those once, though. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Yeah, and and because... Oh, I'm not supposed to share why. (laughs) Um... And other than that, it's been mostly just like research for me. Um, I'm study- going to start my studying for the CSCS exam this winter. So um, that's going to be most of my reading from here on out. I haven't really watched movies besides The Terminator. I've and been... all four of the Twilight movies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> I've been keeping up with uh, following the NBA playoffs pretty closely. Um, I want to do an NBA podcast, but... Don't have a co-host. No, I I don't know nothing about b-ball. <laughs> yeah, but that's it for me. Um, you already signed off? Yeah. All right. Hope you have a great rest of your Sunday. Thank you for your time. I hope you enjoyed the episode. But if this you want, is airing on Monday. Uh, have a great rest of your Monday. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want a t-shirt, reach out to us. If you're interested in strength and power classes this fall, reach out to us. If you have any other questions, concerns, um, anything like that, just let us know. We appreciate if you, you all for listening. If you wanted to write us a five-star review, maybe four, if you're like a realistic Honestly, person. Honestly, I think we probably deserve a four. Maybe even a three sometimes, but listen, I wouldn't go that far. We try. <laughs> um, that would be awesome. So, yeah. It also means a lot when you share this podcast with friends um, or post it on your social medias. Make sure what you tag us when you do. Um, Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.